Welcome back to Creator Spotlight Season 2 from the Interface. My name is Alex and today I'm joined by Sammy Fathi from Supercharged News. We had Sammy on the podcast last year in August. Uh, at the time he was working for Mac Rumors, but now he's ventured out on his own and he's doing his own magazine. So how are you doing, Sammy? Are you okay? I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. So since, as I mentioned, since last time we had you on the Creator Spotlight podcast, you actually are my first guest that's a returning guest, which is which is awesome. Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. So... Yeah, what what how long were you working on um Supercharged News before you sort of moved away? It's quite a big project to undertake, really. It is, yeah. Um I think it, it officially got its name and I think it, it sort of officially formed into an an entity towards uh late February. Uh early to late okay. February. But the idea of sort of venturing off and starting something new you know, was was uh, sort of something that was increasingly more prominent in my head from from probably last summer. So okay. uh, certainly, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. It's um, how many people have you got? So I've noticed there's quite a few um editors that are sort of writing stuff for the magazine, um, or the web the website. How how many sort of people have you got behind you to, helping you out? So in the newsroom, uh, which is what we call sort of, you know, the, our main hub of operations is where, where we do all of our coverage. Um, I believe there's, there's five of us in the newsroom. And then overall in the whole, in the whole company, there's, uh, I believe 13 of us. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. And we're, we're a big team, um, from, as I said, we have five people in the newsroom and then everyone else, uh, you know, from, from business to web development visual design marketing there's sort of a mix of everything in there so yeah we're, we're, we're decently large yeah and was it something that you started on your own and how what was the if you don't mind me asking what was the how did you get such a big team together so quickly and what's it like running that if, if that's if that's what is what you're doing yeah no that is that is uh exactly, yeah yeah. <laughs> um, yeah you know one of the the, the as you mentioned, you know, undertaking something like this is, is quite a momentous task in the first place. <laughs> and one of the biggest concerns I had going into this, and one of the things that sort of factored into decision-making um, sort of in the run-up to whether this was something I really wanted to do was, you know, how do you find good and talented people, right? I mean, that, that is a million-dollar question. So I, I, I literally put out a tweet on Twitter. I was like, hey, if you're interested in tech and you like writing, send me a message. Um, I did not expect the level of response I got. I think the in number was, was a little bit shy of 500 responses. Oh, wow. Um, and then I, I interviewed, I want to say a good, you know, a good chunk of those people. Uh, I had, uh, I was just an interview after interview with people and, um, and yeah, I, I, I boiled it down to the, to the 13 that we have today. So it was a tough task to find people who I felt, um, you know, would be a good fit. And it's also important to find people who, who would work good together, right? Because you have one person that's really strong, but they're not able to work in a team uh, in, a, mm -hmm. in, a, in, a, in a constructive and efficient way, then there's really no point. So, um, so yeah, and then, you know, managing that um, is, is, is definitely a daunting task and definitely is, is overwhelming. But, uh, you know, you kind of go through it day by day and then kind of figure it out from there. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I have noticed on the site, there aren't any advertisements at the moment. So the, the website behind this podcast is the interface. Um, it's a podcast, they say, website that have been running for about 10 years now. And 
the the advertisement revenue from that site only just about covers the the hosting the like the the raw cost of the the website itself what's what's the if if we i can cut this out if you want me to um but no, what's fine. the yeah what's the sort of the money making behind it well, how's it how's it staying afloat more more better a better word for it yeah well <laughs> um as of now it's 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 uh we're not we're not uh we're not making any any profit uh, as of now. Uh, as a matter of fact, our, our cash flow is still zero. Uh, we, we have not made uh, anything since we launched in March, uh, which um, I was talking to someone who I, who I won't mention who, but someone you know relatively prominent in, in the Apple News community, and um, and something they made clear, and something that I'm fully aware of is, is you know it's a tough time. It's a, economically around the world. It's a tough time to try and start something like this where you're you're really betting heavily on online advertisement and you're really betting a lot on companies willing to pay for marketing, especially at a time when you have companies, you know, downscaling their staff, cutting costs in, in every mm-hmm. everywhere possible. That was definitely something that remains a concern. Um, but I think our longer term vision here is is to offer an experience that's new, to offer uh a you know i think a lot of websites you sort of have the front end web you know the article that you read and your experience kind of ends there i mean that's all there really is to that to that experience you read one article and mm-hmm. that's kind of it um our vision and my vision for supercharge is for it to be more of a holistic experience where it's more than just you go on the website and you read an article right you're part of this larger community you're part of an experience uh that uh, is convenient to you not the other way around so yep. um, in terms of, of the website ads, um, we will have ads on the website, but our commitment to readers is that you, you'll, you'll never see an ad that uh, obstructs or, or, or misconceives you to thinking it's an article. Uh, I know if, if you go to, to, to other websites, they, they try and make ads look like articles because they want that click through. Uh, you know, we'll never try and disguise you or, or misguide you in that sense. We'll never... Uh, take up your whole screen with an article and uh, with an ad and you have to press the ad out to, to see the article. So we're trying to take a more reader-based, reader-focused approach to advertising. Um, time will tell whether, whether it works. Uh, I'm confident that the sort of economic um, uh, slowdown and the turmoil that we're seeing now is, is, is temporary. So, um, so yeah, time will tell, I guess. Yeah, it's affecting a lot of companies. I mean, um, I remember reading a lot of stuff a few months ago that out of all the big companies that leave, like you've got Twitter that have done the same thing. Uh, and I was quite impressed to see that Apple hadn't done that. And they, yeah. Tim Cook had rather taken a paycheck, a pay cut than let people go, which is quite, quite good of him. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's definitely, you're all right. It's definitely a hard time to start something new, but it's, it's if if that's what you wanted to do it's 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 great and it's it's a good, very good website so you've done a good job appreciate it thank you i i yeah. i would I, I can't take all the credit there, there's an incredible team behind that <laughs> pour their heart and soul into it so i'm just uh yeah I, I may be the face but there's certainly so many people behind that that make it happen are you still getting involved in writing as much as you used to or no <laughs> no no uh i I think since we've launched, I think I've probably written like around 15 articles. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, you know, it, I, I still love writing. I still love reporting and journalism. That's still where my 
where my passion lies, but I also have a very strong passion for for leadership, for being able to lead a team and sort of have this vision and this end goal and then being able to to lead a team there. Um, so, you know, being able to mix those two things was sort of what I was looking for when I was sort of starting to think and contemplate about doing my own thing. But uh, I'm certainly not writing as much as I would like to because there's just so much to focus on and there's so much for, there, there's so many different areas that need my attention that it's really just uh, very difficult for me to, I mean, I wrote an article earlier today because uh, no one else was around to get it done. So I, I hopped on and wrote <laughs> it pretty quick. So other than those sporadic moments, it's it's kind of difficult for me to find the time. Yeah, but definitely with with this with when with more stuff going on with my site, there's definitely times when I've done admin things for the website and think, oh, I've got to write something now. And it's definitely it, it, it definitely um yeah, at times times a precious thing. <laughs> yeah, there, there's not enough of it. I wish there was yeah. more hours in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and with the sort of stuff you'll you'll end up covering, it, it's sort of with the name of it you sort of lend yourself to not just apple stuff it's do you do you guys plan on covering more stuff that's not apple like um the wider tech sphere or is that something yeah. you've got planned it is yeah we we started with apple because that's what uh if you follow me on twitter or really any of my social medias you probably follow me because of my coverage uh, of apple so we we started with apple because of that but um you know, certainly I, I, I wanted to make sure that uh, the brand was a brand that would outlast, you know, companies fade. And I'm not saying Apple is going to disappear tomorrow, but um, you have to prepare for, for realistic things. And plus, you know, uh, there's other tech out there besides Apple. So we, we do have uh, plans to expand that uh, as the business grows and as the, you know, as the resources uh, allows it to, to expand coverage to more things than just Apple. Um but you know that's that's probably a little bit ways down. Yeah, good. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff happening. There's, I mean, um, I've got a big interest in electric cars, so I cover a lot of that stuff on my site. Um, yeah. And we've got a dedicated electric car podcast now as well. So it's it's um, there's a lot of stuff happening, and, and not just the Apple Apple news. So it's mm-hmm. an interesting time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's a little bit about your website. So we're going to get on to some of the Apple news that's that's pretty much around the corner. Um, mm-hmm. So we've, it, it sort of stuck up in me a little bit. I forgot that was happening. Um, we've got a WWDC twenty twenty three in a few weeks' time, pretty much. Um, what do you th- what do you think they're going to announce? And I don't think it's an in person event like years prior. I think it's still going to be. Uh, a virtual like recording and then they're going to have some people at Apple Park again. So what do you think is going to be announced this time? You know, I, I have really not given it much thought because I've, I've been more sleepless uh, about that. Cause this, this event will be the first event that we cover at, at supercharge. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, you know, the real, uh, the real stress test for us. And, and I, I suspect we'll be pushed to the, you know, we'll be pushed to our limits as a team for that. So um, I, I'm excited for it as a consumer. <laughs> I'm extraordinarily scared about it uh, as uh, as as an owner. Um, but I I think it's 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 definitely going to be um, one of Apple's biggest events they've they've probably ever had. 
because um, I think a lot of people, you know, obviously the, the thing that I think is going to get the most attention will be the headset. I think a lot of people are, are, are severely underestimating how important this launch is because to many people, they're just launching this high-end $3,000 headset that they're probably not going to end up buying. But what they're really doing here is they're setting the groundwork for the future of the company itself. You know, this is going to be the first entry Apple has into the AR and VR space. Um, this is, you know, it, it will be a turning point uh, for the company. And I think in, in 10, 15 years down, we're going to look back at, at this uh, at this event and, and uh, it will become clearer than ever that that was the starting point for something new. So even if the, the one device they're announcing uh, in a couple of weeks is for this niche high and expensive device that's not going to target the mass consumer, it's still a very important launch. And I think, uh, you know, Apple certainly knows that and they're going to put on a, you know, it's going to be a big show, no doubt about it. I think uh, it will be, it'll be a spectacle to watch. Yeah, sure. There's a lot of, well, it, it, I'm not sure if, well, I don't really know, but we don't know much about it really. Like, it could be just as important as the iPhone was 15 years ago. So um, it's maybe. Yeah, I, I've heard uh, some people use that that sort of, uh, uh, you know, comparison. I, I wouldn't go as far as to say that because the, the iPhone was was revolutionary because there was really nothing else like it in the market. There was, there was no right. one else going after something like that. You know, it, it was such this sort of radical idea. It, it was so absurdly new that it just, you know, it blew up. Uh, I still think in many regards, you know, Apple's headset is going to, you know, probably, you know, blow Oculus and, and blow Meta and, and all of it. It's going to throw them all out the water with the the, the sort of technological advancements and the, and the sensory and the computing process alone that this headset is going to have. But it's not new in the sense that no one else is trying to do it, right? I mean, there are other people yep. trying to do it. They're not going to do it as well, but it's 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 still not new, new right? So. Mm-hmm. I think the real iPhone moment is going to be when we get those AR glasses, which is what I'm personally most excited for. Now, obviously, that's a long ways down before the technology is ready for that. But, you know, that's personally what I'm what I'm most excited for, just to wear a pair of glasses and, and have that be, you know, be everything there. Yeah, definitely. There seems to be a lot of fuss around uh, watchOS this year. Uh, apparently, the it could be, I know that's what Mark Gurman say that it could be a massive change for the watch um yeah apparently, apparently there's some sort of ui change that's going to have mm. a different layout for the apps i'm not i'm not i've read too much into it but um could be quite interesting yeah watch os i feel is it's sort of <laughs> you know the the you know when, when apple's software teams meeting i feel like watch os teams like stuck under the staircase and no one's paying attention to them <laughs> um, because watchOS needs some love, uh, you know, we, 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 every, every update, I mean, I really can't point to, to a major update that sort of sticks out to me. Every update has sort of felt more refinement than anything new, yeah. uh, at I least agree. for the last couple of years. In the beginning of watchOS, you know, there were, there were, there were, there were those more monumental, uh, updates every year because they were still playing the groundwork for the system. But now it does feel sort of stagnant. I mean, we get a few workout enhancements, a few new watch faces, but um, I'm looking forward and I'm, I'm happy that Apple is finally giving attention to it. I think they have to, because in terms of hardware for Apple Watch this year, we're not expecting much new in the hardware front. So, you know, if there's nothing new, you know, really new with the hardware, give some attention to the software. So at least uh, people feel like 
it's new if it's not really new. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I saw there was one report um, that it may support third wa- third party watch faces. Um, <laughs> that will be interesting to see how that plays out. I know a lot of people have wanted that, and Apple has kind of stayed away from that and just giving developers more uh, access to complication data on the watch. Yeah. So it will be interesting interesting to see the the system that they use for those those third third party watch faces if it does end up happening and how developers make use of it right i mean i could imagine you know i don't want instagram releasing a watch face that like updates with the latest post from my feed every time i look at my wrist or (laughs) i don't want facebook to have a a watch face that like shows me an ad every time i look at my wrist you know so um i'm sure there'll be safeguards in place to prevent something like that i'm just joking but um yeah it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that how that plays out yeah, you mentioned the hardware. I did see I did see something the other week uh, saying that the so the watch has had the same basic processor for the same for the last three or three years, maybe or two or three years. Yeah. It's been I don't know if it's been like add ons or refinements to it, but apparently the the watch this year is going to have a brand new CPU. So it is it has been the same chip, yeah, uh, other than just the the name of it. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. been in terms of the the actual CPU and processing power, it's been the same. Um, which I mean, you know, people make a fuss about it because on paper it looks bad when you look at three watches in a row and they all have the same exact specs. Uh, but at the same time, I have never had my watch lag or slow down. You know, it, it, it performs perfectly well. So, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix the type of thing. Uh, I think what that tells me more than anything is that that rumor does end up being true is that there is something in terms of the software side that's going to require more processing. Uh, that uh, it could be those third, you know, those third-party watch faces because you know that may take some extra processing resources. Could be something else that they're working into watchOS that requires that added process because you know Apple planned you know new software in conjunction with the hardware that's coming out in a few months. So you can kind of look at the new updates, whether it's watchOS or iOS or iPadOS, and you can kind of discern a little bit and kind of get a little, small hints about what the hardware is going to look like based off of new changes in the software. So if we do end up getting heavy redesign of the interface, third-party watch face, there are just more features on the wrist, then I would suspect that, yeah, we would probably have a new chip uh, out in September. Sure, makes sense. And also, yeah. the um, you mentioned the slowdown. The only, pro- only time I had a watch that was horribly slow was when I had the Series 2. Like, near the end of its life, it was like, ah, oh, this is becoming a little bit... But I've had the Series 5 since for four years and it's still working fine so it's testament yeah. to the modern watches so yeah no, i you know the if, if you have a series five or later and your series four even a series three pushing it um yeah. <laughs> series four or later i mean you know you're you're probably fine um mm-hmm. but yeah i mean i love my apple watch it's uh it's it's you know it's it's uh it's become such a integral part of my of my daily life that uh, I really can't imagine <laughs> imagine uh, going day by day without it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I keep leaving my phone everywhere, so I have to ping it to go and get it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a helpful feature. Yeah, it is. It is uh, yeah. very helpful, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just before we finish, have you got any advice for anyone looking to start out um, on their own, doing their own website? I mean, it's quite a, a niche thing, but not many people do it. <laughs> um, but... Look for someone looking to start out their own, doing their own publication, or I think the you know the best advice I'd give you uh, or give you know 
to anyone like that. Um, I guess there's really two parts to that advice. Number one is be very, very aware of what your weaknesses are. But more importantly, be very aware of what your strengths are. You know, I think a lot of people know what they're bad at. I think if you ask someone what you're good at, that's where they they stumble. I mean, you, you can ask someone, you know, what do you not like? What are you bad at? And, you know, they'll, they'll say something. I, I would say like math or science or anything in that sort of field. <laughs> but then you ask them what they're good at and they'll, they'll, they'll hesitate and they'll pause and they won't really know the answer. It, it's so important when you go into doing something on your own that you very, very much know what you're good at. Because if you don't, you're going to struggle immensely um, other you know, versus you knowing what you're good at. Because if you know what you're good at, you know you can double down on those things. And then what you're not good at, you can find other people that are good at what you're bad at and, and sort of create a team around you, uh, even if they're not your staff or your employees, just sort of a, a support structure uh, that you can bounce ideas off of and sort of get advice from. Um, so, you know, know what you're good at, know what you're bad at. And then I, I'd say the other, the other advice I'd say is don't, you know, something that we're doing at Supercharge is, is, you know, if, if everyone else is going right, we go left, you know, we, you don't want to follow in the footsteps of others. You want to create your own path. So if you're looking to start your own publication or your own blog or your own website or whatever, think long and hard about what's going to make you stand out. Don't just try and copy and, you know, replicate what other people have already done. Uh, there's certainly, you know, not a shortage of websites on the internet that cover Apple and, and the rumors. So launching another one of those, you know, what's the point, right? You have to, you have to bring something new to the table. You have to have a vision of what you want to see happen in, in that field. Uh, and then, you know, once you have those two things, I think, uh, I think you should be, you know, pretty set to go. Also, like um, what I've learned doing my site as well is you've got to write what you're interested in. If you're not interested in what you're writing about, it's quite hard to. Well, there's, no, there's really no point because it's quite you can't. Yeah, you know, you can't really find anything to say. If, you, if you're going to write about something that you're actually interested in, it, it really, really helps because you can fill it out and you, you've got experience to sort of call back on, which is which is good. So. Yeah, you know, passion, passion radiates. If you're passionate about something that radiates through in whatever you're doing, whether it's writing or videos or podcasting, or whatever, you know, passion, you know, passion is, is visible. You know, passion is something that people will notice. If you're really passionate about something, it will come through without you having to even say it or, or, you know, vocalize it. It will, it will come through. Yeah. Thanks for joining me, Sammy, on the Creator Spotlight podcast. Once again, again, we had you on the, the show last year, so it's good to have you return where can people find you if they want to learn more about what you do? Uh, Twitter, just uh, Sammy Fatihi underscore S A M I F A T H I, and uh, yeah, I keep I keep everyone posted there. So find awesome. me up there. Yep, and then you can find Supercharged News at superchargednews dot com, is it? Or superchargednews dot tech. Either ah, one. cool, nice one. Our actual name is our actual name is Supercharged uh okay that's that's our that's our that's the actual name unfortunately the domain is taken um we will get that domain eventually but for now the domain is is unfortunately supercharged news so yeah some domains people sit on for years it's quite annoying <laughs> tell me about it yeah yeah <laughs> for sure. awesome you can find the interface at the interface.uk we have three podcasts out now uh so there's something for everyone 
go interface.uk forward slash podcasts and see what there is that we make. Um, thank you for joining me again, and we'll see you again next time. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Thank you.